Okay, this is something very near and dear to me and special. Why? Because of my love of real estate and the real estate community, which means you, my fellow colleagues and industry professionals. I couldn't wait to share with you that we are now finally ready to open up registration and membership for the Ready Set Real Estate Club. So, Have you heard it can be cutthroat in real estate? Well, not here. Join our club for positive vibe, support, and fun all in the name of real estate. Member perks includes learning how to leverage market news, stay up to date with market trends, contracts training, accountability reminders, social media tips, personal development, access to guest coaches and presenters, and so much more. But here's the exclusive on this. As a member, you get access to retreats and summits abroad. Passport required for participation in our trips. So we've heard that saying, work hard, play hard. I like to say work hard, play harder. And we get to do it with like-minded individuals that all want to elevate to the next level. I look forward to connecting with you and seeing you in our membership group. Join at ReadySetRealEstateClub.com. Again, that's ReadySetRealEstateClub.com. See you on the other side. All right, all right, all right. It is about that time for Ready, Set, Real Estate. Okay, this I'm going to peg as a late night special edition. I, interestingly enough, had a long day of tons of real estate activities, which involved trainings, contract negotiations, planning for the launch of Ready Set Real Estate, Real Estate live event tomorrow happening here in the greater Los Angeles area, Thursday, hello, Thursday, June 6th at 12 o'clock. Oh my gosh, I, I there's so much that I want to say, but I really want to save that for the people who are going to be in attendance and let me say this, I'm honored, I'm honored, I'm truly honored and grateful 
to be able to take this show concept and now unfold it, let it grow into what it is it's it's destined to grow into. So with that being said, for those of you who are new to me and listening and tuning in to Ready Set Real Estate, this is the show where we share, discuss, explore, unpack the flips, flops, booms, busts, raw, uncut of the real estate industry. I've featured thus far over 60 independent careers in the real estate industry that do not have to deal with the sales professional. Someone like myself, who's a real estate consultant, professional, also known as super agent, uh, agent trainer, founder of Real Estate Wonder Youth Foundation, which this show proudly supports. With that being said, I want to get into a couple things. Let me say shout out to my friends and family. Those of you who are listening and tuning in on the radio podcast everywhere. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your continued support. Without you, there is no me. Without you, there is no us. Without you, there is no show. And thank you for for just continually supporting for me and supporting my wild ideas. With that being said, I want to also express as a reminder that this show is broadcast all over the world. And we are reaching people right where they are on their phone, PC, and tablet, thanks to the wonderful thing we call technology and your smartphones and your smart technology. And being able to bring this content right into your phone, I'm truly honored because I get to have that space with you. Okay. Enough of that, enough of that, enough of that. I wanted to come on here and discuss something that is going to be a little bit of a sticker shock for some of you. And as we start kick off season four, episode one, season four, episode one, for those of you who are streaming with me and, and checking me out live, I, um, I take off my glasses, like I said, the glare in my glasses bothers me. So I want to make sure that we are tagging and sharing reposts, let somebody know what we're doing today and that we are going to be exploring this thing we call the 30 year fixed payment. Okay. Let me just say what we have in store. I'm excited about so many things. So you guys are catching me really at this moment where (laughs) I'm in the middle of planning and preparation for the big event tomorrow. And like I said, if you're in the greater Los Angeles area tomorrow, come out, stay connected, come out and stay connected. Oh, that reminded me, I actually need to um, put the show title here. So let me do that. You know how I am about logistics. That way I can plug it in here. You have it. The myth of the 30-year fixed payment. Uh, For those of my industry professionals who are on, my lenders, my uh, colleagues as real estate professionals, uh, consultants, um, those of you who are checking out the show, 
There we go. All right. I'm ready. I'm feeling ready. Okay. Okay. So for those of you who are checking out the show and see this title here, I am calling this the myth of the 30 year fixed payment. And if you're on, jump in. If not, cool. We catch up later. And I really wanted to come on here just really with a serious tone. Uh, first and foremost, for those of you who have not ever purchased a property or for those of you who are in the process of purchasing and for those of you who have closed on your purchase, uh, the reason being why there is, there is a need right now for maybe someone like myself or a call to action for the industry professional to really watch the language that we are using with prospective clients, new clients, existing clients. I say this because, you know, we have, and I've been guilty of this and I've changed my language because I started to realize what I was saying. I started to realize what I was saying was not completely accurate. And, uh, there, and this is growth and this is uh, learning and this is about being better in our profession, especially if you are an active industry professional. And the reason why I felt like this need, needs to be a call to action is because those of you who have never purchased before and you hear 30 year fixed payment you take that literal, you take that literal, meaning you think your payments are going to be fixed for 30 years. If you sign a fixed payment for 15 years, or you do one of the unique products, which is a 40 year fixed payment, right? You're hearing fixed payment. And the reason why that's important is because a lot of you have heard the unnerving things that has happened during the mortgage debacle and the housing crises that involved adjustable rate mortgages. And so a lot of you who've experienced or come from a, from the generation prior to that, you know, that witnessed people who lost their homes because of the adjustable rate mortgage products, which I may let me describe that. And I'll, I'm perfectly fine with, reiterating and going into stuff again because i know you may be new to me and have never caught any of the past episodes i know some of you are like yo you got over 300 videos uh, you got a lot going on and that's great you know because i i really want i it, like and shift your thinking i i'm okay with risking being redundant so that you can capture 10 percent of the message I'm okay with that. I'm okay with risking being redundant so you can capture 10% of the message that can potentially transform the way you purchase, invest, and the way you move through your real estate transaction. Just know you just so you know, you know, Ready Set Real Estate is that for me is a brand that represents real estate in ethics, morality at its core, genuine authenticity um, and ingenuity and trailblazing. And so 
when I come on and I have these moments where I want to do a one-on-one before I bring a guest on. And um, next week, I actually, I'll share that video next week. I was going to do it for episode one, but I actually want to come on and just kind of reintroduce myself into season four as I'm sharing about what Ready, Set Real Estate is doing and reminding people that the show supports Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation. And the reason being is because I wanted to take this time to date you. I want to be in a relationship with you. And what that means is I'm going to do through the season four, if you haven't been familiar with seasons one, two, and three, which was insane. So season one, by the way, (laughs) actually has over 50 episodes. That's when I was learning, uh, creating shows and podcasting and so forth. So you easily have about 50 episodes in season one to binge off of before I started to break it up. This time around, I'm going to slow things down because I have been moving. I mean, you saw people come in, talk about commercial from investing and all these other things. And now I want to just really take this moment and break these things down so that they're bite size. I used to do, and I may bring it back. I used to, um, I used to do real estate bites. So I have, I have a segment of my show called real estate bites where I would bring on people impromptu conversations. And these were unscripted, which all my shows are unscripted, completely raw that you hear people authentically who they are, what their experiences are. And as long as, you know, we're not offending anyone and, and we're speaking truth, we're good. If you're tuning in, say hi, say hello, I appreciate you um, uh, checking me out on the live right now. Definitely, I welcome an engaging conversation right now because you do you do see the headline. Yes, I am going to debunk the myth of the 30-year fixed payment. Um, ooh, this is a good one, this is a good one. Uh, the reason being, as I, you know, as I was sharing with you, the the significance of taking the bite size, you know, taking this stuff and breaking it down is because we as industry professionals keep assuming, and yes, I'm speaking to my colleagues, I'm speaking to my colleagues, we keep assuming that people actually know what we're talking about. Hey, CJ, thanks for tuning in. Um, And we've got to be a little bit more diligent, a little bit more careful when we are using certain language and terms in the industry. And this is why I'm going to slow down a lot more in the subsequent seasons because I literally can go in. I can... I can go in for like three, four hours straight nonstop. I think you guys witnessed that on some of my seminars and my trainings, my conferences that I've gone in, I go in. And I'm happy to answer questions and inform and educate and empower. But I noticed for those of you who are tuning in and listening, uh, you may never, you've never heard of these stuff that I'm, I'm sharing. So I wanna just take the time. And this is why today, before I bring on a guest, I wanna take a moment to share with you the significance of paying attention to the language that people are using with you and paying attention to how you're understanding it. And the reason is because in real estate, and and my clients know this, 
And if you're, if you're an industry professional, I implore you to share this perspective with your client as well, which is it's wonderful to be resourceful before you get into escrow. I say this a lot to my client. I share this with my client. I really appreciate when they're texting me, um, go ahead and press one if, if you're an industry professional and you can, and this resonates with you. Your clients are texting you listings from all the third party websites, right? So they're sending you this listing. Oh, this one, check this one out. And there, I mean, oftentimes those listings coming from them are faster than what you're sending to them. I, I certainly have that experience with my clients and I am completely fine with it. Why? Because they're able to share with me what it is they want to see. So when they're sending that to me, they're being resourceful. They're being resourceful. What I like to advise once you're under contract, stop being resourceful. This is for you as a client, a prospective client, a prosumer, which means you, 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 consume what you're producing. I like to use that word versus consumer. Uh, just a, a level again, I said, pay attention to the words that we are using as a level to empower you that you are co-creating. So you're a prosumer. And as a prosumer, you have <laughs> CJ's like one, 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 one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This resonates uh, because clients are constantly sending us these listings and, and they feel like experts. I'm not knocking you guys, and I think this is why there's a significance with us as industry professionals to really know what we do for a living because we it's up to us to show value. And with that being said, one of the things that I advocate to, I, I suggest, I recommend, and I am very stern on this. A lot of my clients will say this. I say, once we get in under contract and we're escrow, stop. Stop. Stop being resourceful. I don't need you to guess. I don't need you to overstep. I don't need you to um, step out of line, step out of line. And what I mean by that is the contract is how we protect you. When you work with someone who's qualified, knowledgeable, and has a level of expertise in the contract, that's how we protect you. There are seven ways out of a contract for a buyer. 10 ways out of a contract for a seller. And it's important that you as an industry professional know that and you as a client know that the way we protect you is to follow the essence of the contract, the time, the uh, timelines, the contingencies, the conditions. That contract is riddled with guidelines on how to operate in that transaction. So with that being said, I appreciate you being resourceful. And one of the things that as your brain is interpreting being resourceful, you hear you hear phrases like your payment is going to be fixed for 30 years. Your payment is going to be fixed. Your payment is going to be fixed. Uh, CJ, if you're still on, go ahead and let me know um, if you've expressed this. And I, I admitted before you joined on that I once upon a time used to say this. I don't say this anymore because um, it's not accurate for us to say that people's payments are fixed. So this is a this is a moment of truth and learning to not use this language because clients, you who are listening, prospective clients, and those of you who are now existing homeowners, um, I'm going to ask you this question. Is it true that your payment remains fixed, meaning 
does your payment stay the same for 30 years? I'm not discussing about adjustable rate mortgages. That's a different loan product. I'm referring to a fixed rate scenario, fixed rate loan product. And you're hearing people say your payment is fixed for 30 years. Your payment is fixed for 30 years. So I gotta put my glasses on because I know he's, so, okay. He's like, all right. He's like nailed it. Okay. Um, and with that being said, when you're using that language, people are, are taking you literally. They are literally feeling like, okay, my payment is going to be fixed for 30 years. Industry colleagues, those of you who are in markets where you sell properties for more, I'm not talking about short sale deals, I'm not talking about REOs in most cases, in some cases, um, where you sell a property that has more equity, more value than what the owner originally paid for it. Have you sold a property where there was more equity and the property is worth more than what the property, the owner originally paid for that? Why is that significant right now? Because there's this thing called property taxes. There's this thing also called enacted by law for required disclosures within, I believe is within the last five years. I think this start where in 2019, I know this happened post 2008. So I was in that window of, um, I want to say 2010 or so. And we as industry professionals are required now to disclose this thing called a supplement, supplemental property tax bill. We have so many disclosures in a real estate transaction and I would not want to go in it alone uh, for sale by owners for those who feel like they're adequate and they can go ahead and do it. I mean, if they are, have a real estate background or if they work with an attorney, um, yes. But in terms of the disclosures that are required by law, I, I wouldn't go in alone. And that's education on our part. Um, most oftentimes we know statistically for sale by owners, FISBOs also, as we know it, end up selling, end up listing their property and the onus is on us. So I was inspired to do this, um, to debunk this is because I've been saying this in my circles and I felt like I've been repeating it enough times that I need to say it on the platform, on the airwaves, so people can hear that your payment is not fixed for 30 years. Your interest rate, if you have a fixed interest rate, is fixed. Press one if this is true. <laughs> is your interest rate fixed? If you have a fixed rate loan product, your fixed rate loan product is fixed for 30 years. And what the significance is of you using the language out here of a 30 year fixed payment is misleading. 
because when that homeowner, new homeowner closes on their purchase. So I'm saying to this, I'm speaking to my industry professionals. When that new homeowner closes on their purchase, they will receive a supplemental property tax bill and they will also receive what is called a property tax assessment. Subsequent for every two to five years. And it's important to know every so often that track of homes undergoes the property tax assessment. That's the assessors off coming out and saying, oh, we've noticed that there's been some improvements and we're gonna go ahead and assess the property for X amount, property tax goes up. Now, if you've had your payments impounded, and I'm gonna explain that, your escrow payments impounded, because again, for those of you who have gone from renters to paying a mortgage, you only know that rent is just one payment. Your mortgage payment is made up anywhere from four to five items. Four to five items is made up in your payment. And those are your principal, interest, taxes, and insurance, and that's homeowner's insurance. Homeowner's insurance, also known as property insurance, very different from what we call mortgage insurance, also known as private mortgage insurance, if you're using a product where you're putting less than 20% down, or if you have unique scenarios in which you are eligible for what we call no PMIs, uh, no private mortgage insurance. So with that being said, you have a mortgage payment that is made up of those items. So I'm just going to say for the sake of example purposes, I'm not going to factor in the private mortgage insurance, no PMI. But you guys say to me, I've, you know, Lisa, I've never purchased, I'm not familiar with this. So you mean to tell me, am I gonna send, I'm sending out four different checks? You know, I, there's four There's four different payments in a payment? How does that work? No, 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 no. It's impounded to one payment and handled via an escrow uh, account in which every month you make those payments that money is being allocated to your property insurance, to your property taxes, and your loan to cover the principal and the interest. Which is why I go back and say, is it true for us to say that the 30 year, that your payment will be fixed for 30 years? And we've heard people say this all the time, all the time. Oh, this is the payment, your payment's fixed for 30 years. A fixed payment, fixed payment, fixed payment. It's not true. Stop saying that because when a homeowner gets into their property and they receive an increase on their property taxes, what does it impact? The escrow account, which therefore impacts the payment that they have been sending every month. What you end up receiving from the escrow company is a notice that says your account is short you have an escrow shortage. You have an escrow shortage. And this is why we need to disclose this because there's a couple reasons why the escrow shortage will happen. If you're an area that is undergoing 
development. For those of you who are really excited right now about all this wonderful development happening in your local communities, oh, my property value is going up. My home is worth so much more now. This is wonderful news for me as a homeowner. I'm not ever going to sell. That's true. Guess what else is true? The, the hit that you're going to receive from the tax assessor's office for the improved amount, the uh, improved value, right? Values are up. Tax assessors says, we like this. We're going to go ahead and assess you. You now have an increase in your property taxes, which then has a trickling effect, which means the payment you've been sending is no longer enough to cover the increase of your property taxes. All right. Is this resonating with anyone? Am I, am I, are we starting to really think about the language we're using? Go ahead and press one. Oh man. And I, I mean, I really appreciate those of you who are DMing me, texting me, um, shouting out, make sure you let someone know what we're doing and what this show supports um, because it's completely about education. And I, for the most part, have been giving out a lot of free game between my guests who have been experts in their respective industries and those who are also learning, which is what's unique about this show, because I don't only bring on experts. I bring on people that have are learning and falling forward and saying, had I known, had someone told me, I wish I knew. And this is what is unique about this platform is because these are the, the bumps and bruises, the cuts and the dings and the hits and the bangs are not what you're going to typically see on mainstream TV. Why? Because everyone wants to glorify and gloss up what real estate is about. But let me say this um, right now, as of today, I've had to deal with negotiating contracts where my client was being steered. All right. And you agents who are doing this cross qualification, you're going to be sued. You're going to be sued. And I've said this, I said this a couple months ago, and guess what's happening right now? Somebody just opened themselves up for a lawsuit over this cross-qualification. You have to be careful to not steer people into loans. It's against the law. It's against the law, which is why I'm saying the language you're using will get you tied up in litigation. Someone says, oh, my agent told me, my lender told me that 30, my payment was fixed for 30 years. This is why I signed on because I was like, great, payments 1800, payments gonna be 2000, this is what it's gonna be. But then you have this thing called property tax assessments, right? And you have this increase. But also let me just say this in this light as well as we're also discussing property tax assessments. And we're going to be discussing this at the Property Owners EDU Conference happening on October 26th at the Carson Civic Center for homeowners exclusively. If you're, if you're set to inherit property, you want to come out because we're going to have 10 concurrent sessions happening on educating you on things that no one has ever told you about homeownership. I'm super excited about that. And we're going to take that on the road and travel across the country and do fun things about that. We are starting this fall in Carson, at the Carson Civic Center. And the reason why I want to say in the light of speaking about the increase in property taxes, when the market also shifts downward, the tax assessor's office may take it upon themselves and they do at times and they will send you a notice and say, 
we are currently reevaluating the property taxes for your home or this track. There's nothing you need to do because then they're going to make the adjustment downward when property when the property values decline, they make those adjustments. Here's what they don't tell you. When they make the adjustments downward and the property values go back up again, they do a catch up. So they make up for lost times. What am I saying? They still going to get their money. They're still going to get their money. Whether you say, oh, wonderful. They've de- I got a notice. They said I'm, I they decreased my, my property taxes because my property value went down. Okay. And when they do the assessment again, they do what is called a catch up. I've just saw this and I had this conversation with the um, uh, county tax assessor's office about this because I'm looking at a client's property tax bill for two, a couple of things. Oh, I love this. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and highlight this. One of the things that, one of the things that I'm looking at a property tax bill for, especially right now in the state of California, is homeowners are being impacted by the PACE and HERO loan program. Um, oh, if there's an agent that called me, so I do apologize, I'm gonna call you back tomorrow. I've been working on this and she wanted additional information. I'm gonna read out this comment, Clarence Johnson, CJ the third, huge supporter by the way of Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation. He's an industry professional, shout out to him, cause he's always learning, he's always doing doing, and seeing how he can be best for his clients. Um, so he, he says, OMG, the company that services my sister's mortgage lowered my sister's payment based on what they saw on the county website, which was the, what? Old tax rate. The lender correctly allocated taxes at, yes, 1.25%. And you need to know this industry professionals. You need to know what the property tax rate is for the county in which the properties you are selling and any additional assessments. Because it could be standard county, but there are some other counties that have other things incorporated that will increase the property tax. And he says, the lender correctly allocated taxes at 1.25% and it was lower several months later than they ended up with almost a $4,000 deficit. He says, shaking my head. I appreciate you for sharing that perspective because this is why, let's go back, this is this is the myth of the 30-year fixed payment. This is a myth. You're using this language out here to people saying, oh, your payment's going to be fixed for 30 years. Your, fix, your payment's going to be fixed for 30 years. Your interest rate is going to be fixed. There are a couple of variables that are going to impact your payment. Your homeowner's insurance, which depending on you changing your policy, and I'm gonna, I want to expound on that right now because Homeowners, when you are closing the your first purchase for the first time, you guys are looking to save costs and you're not, typically, you're not getting the best homeowners coverage for your property. And that's a whole lesson in itself. I'm going to bring on an insurance professional to really unpack that. Um, shout out to Chastity. I featured her on my very first episode um, back in 2017. And I was featuring her as a young millennial who does PNC and is an inter, inter, integral, right? Integral to the real estate industry. 
um, our, our homeowners, our PNC insurance people. Why? Because we cannot close a real estate transaction without insurance. Not going to happen. So I'm going to bring back a homeowner's um, uh, insurance agent to really unpack the things that you need to be looking for. Because oftentimes you're looking to shave costs. And when you shave costs, that means you're not getting the best policy coverage, which I advise you, I get it getting your foot in the door, but you want to revisit your coverage three months or six months as you start to adjust to your mortgage payment. As you start to make those adjustments to home ownership, you want to make sure that you're getting the right coverage. Um, as, as we're discussing insurance, CJ says, I have a client who was forced to add flood insurance in Lemur. So absolutely, if it's located and your pre your uh, NHD and your prelim will show that if it is actually, if that property is zoned in a specific area and if that property is zoned for flood, you, you cannot close a deal without flood insurance, which is very expensive. Could you imagine if everybody was required to get earthquake insurance in the state of California? Yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> So flood insurance is one of those things. And it was very interesting. Um, oftentimes, I, and I don't know if this is the scenario, you want to double check if you're being asked to get flood insurance, confirm that the property is zoned for flood. Oftentimes the lenders have old information. And I've had this one of my on one of my transactions. Um, fortunately, I had a team that was willing to go beyond and they actually dug up the records and found that the property was not in a area that was zoned flood insurance. Something in their system triggered it and it would have killed the deal because they had to add, they, it, it was like a nine, $900 premium policy. So yes, um, he says three years after purchase, they are rezoning. So yes, you want to double check whether those areas, areas are going under the rezoning um, you want to double check and confirm. Don't just have people fly out and do it just because someone said you definitely want to. The proof is in the pudding. You want to confirm because we do know in this industry, there are a lot of errors there. The documents tend to be outdated. That's why you want to front load. You want to get things up front. You want to know these things up front because oftentimes I don't think it's buyer's remorse or seller's remorse or anything like that that kills a deal. I think it's that when agents don't front load their buyers and their sellers before putting them into that deal, that kills the deal faster than anything else. How do you front load a buyer? When I hear this and I, and I say that this is a language I use with my clients as a buyer client, I say, I'm going to front load you. What does that mean? I'm going to make sure that I can get you to a lender. I'm going to refer you to a couple lenders that you can choose and see who's offering the best rate in terms and product for your scenario. Based on that, we're going to get full underwriting approval and documentation so that we do a couple things. We shave the negotiation and the underwriting time by half oftentimes because now the underwriter has what is called a full documentation. If I'm dealing with a client that's going to go full docs, right? That's front loading. We're, we're going to do everything up front. We're not going to play this guessing game that when you jump in escrow, you're now starting to find out you need this document, you need that. No, we're, I, that's not how I work. For my listings and my clients who are selling property, I'm going to front load you. I'm going to, I have to ask the hard questions, 
right? Who do you owe? What you owe? Do you have a lien? Have you been sued? Are you getting a divorce? Are you divorced? Do you have the divorce papers? Did someone die? Do we have a living trust? Do we have a probate? Um, it's not a probate. Do we have a power of attorney? Do we need a conservatorship? Uh, there's uh, there's a hard question before you get into a deal. Oftentimes I see industry professionals, they're so excited about a listing. They take the listing. They don't front load it. They put it on the market. Next thing you know, we have to put it on hold because we need additional information from other parties. So it's not so much the buyers and the sellers that are killing the deals. It's the agents who are not doing things proactively. So I go back to saying, and this is clearly resonating with some of my industry colleagues about debunking this myth of the 30 year fixed payment. This applies to anyone out here using this language right now. You who are now listening to this show, what an advantage you have right now. You have such an advantage right now over a lot of people who are not listening to this segment. So please share, tag, empower somebody today so that they know, okay, when they hear someone say 30 year fixed payment, they know, okay, I need to ask this question. You mean my interest rate is fixed? Is my interest rate fixed? What else is involved in my payment? What else makes up my payments? What would make my payment go up? The loan, the disclosure and the law has it that you do get a disclosure that this interest rate is fixed. It's shown on the loan estimate. Also for people, when you get that form LE, your loan estimate, you'll see the fixed payment. I mean, excuse me, the fixed interest rate. It says your loan is fixed at this interest rate and it will not go up. That's if you're using a fixed loan product there's a difference with what I'm saying and I want you to distinguish that if you're an industry professional be mindful because you don't want to open up yourself to litigation for advising people incorrectly this is why I think first before I speak about what I'm saying and I want to be very careful because we know this is a very litigious industry and how do we protect ourselves we disclaim we disclaim we disclaim disclaim and refer out to the respective professionals that need to help or consult with that client. I'll be legal advice, tax advice, construction work, rehab work, service providers, etc. Protect yourself. And this is why I was inspired today to come on here because I, I'm finding myself repeating it and I'm okay with risking being redundant just so that someone can get 10% of today's message and hear that there is a myth of the 30 year fixed payment, it is not fixed. Your payment is not fixed. What am I saying? Your payment is not fixed. Your interest rate may be fixed. Your payment is not. Meaning your payment is going to change over the course of the loan. All right, that is my time. I thank you all for tuning in for today's show. CJ, man, I really appreciate you. You know, I came on and did this, this late night segment and that's strictly because I've had a long day. Would love to see you out tomorrow at the launch of Ready, Set, Real Estate live event. We're going to be talking about the class action lawsuit on 6% commissions. If you don't know what's going on, you need to know what's going on because it's not just about 
the four major brokerages that have gotten wrapped up in this lawsuit. We'll go ahead and go over how we got here, what's the update on the lawsuit, but more importantly, the Department of Justice is now, is now investigating the multiple listing services on commissions. If you don't know what's going on, you need to know. All right, so that is my time. I am so glad I was able to bring this today because you know I want to remain consistent. Know this show airs every Wednesday on radio podcasts everywhere. Thank you, thank you again for subscribing, sharing, and supporting the show. Do know this show supports Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation where we seek, teach, and empower youth ages 11 and up with real estate terms, concepts, and careers as an alternate pathway to success. All right, that's my time. I'll see you guys next week for another powerful episode. Can't wait to bring my guests on. We're going in on a whole bunch of stuff when it comes to real estate. All right, see y'all. Thank you.